Hey everyone, welcome to Smash Trivia. I'm your host, Smash Trivia John. You can find me on Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, TikTok, and Instagram by searching Smash Trivia to follow everything happening with me. I'll be the one with the big old green head in the profile picture. So excited to get into this. This is the Gamma Analysis. Basically, in this series, I'm going to review everything Hulk, all the movies, TV shows, and I also do random other geeky films. Occasionally, not-so-geeky ones, too. And I also like to mix things up once in a while by not reviewing anything. Hope you enjoy Smash Trivia Presents The Gamma Analysis. I want to ask everyone listening, if they can, please do sign for me. Please share the hell of this podcast with all your friends. If you don't, Hulk will be angry. And Smash Trivia has a Patreon too, so please check that out. We have some fantastic extra content on there. I bet you'll have a Hulk smashing good time. The tiers are as follows. $1 a month is Hulkahala for dollar. $3 a month is The Reading Room with Hulky and Shulky. And $5 a month is Smashing the TV. I also now offer custom trivia games on Fiverr. So if you want to take your game night to the next level, you can hire me. A link to the Fiverr is in the episode description. The Gamma Analysis is also a part of the Blind Knowledge Podcast Network. Now that we have all that important stuff out of the way, let's smash right into this episode. You know what's cool? Podcasts. You know what's not cool? No podcasts. Check out all the podcasts over here at blindknowledge.com. This podcast you're listening to right now is a featured Blind Knowledge podcast. Hey everyone, post-editing John here uh, real quick to warn you that there is potential spoilers for an upcoming film from 50 minutes in to one hour into this episode. So you may want to skip that entire section if spoilers bother you. Also, I realize uh, as this is our 69th episode. Nice. Alright, I'll let past me begin. Hello, my Gamma friends. Uh, and today, uh, I am joined by my co-host, Keith. How you doing, Keith? I'm doing great, John. How you doing? I'm doing good. Uh, uh, today we're reviewing Renfield. Uh, uh, this this is a film that's uh, um that takes on the Dracula story, but it's uh, it's told through the uh, over the lens of uh, lens of Renfield, his uh, his servant, uh, and, and um, which partially uh, the reason I I chose to review this one. Uh, one Nicholas Cage. I love Nicholas Cage. Uh, of it, it, it's really cool, honestly, him getting to play a, a Dracula in this. Uh, yeah. it's, but also, uh, also, there's a lot of like uh, 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 a green color with the, that's uh, like associated with this film, <laughs> which is uh, which is honestly surprising for a vampire film. Yeah, very true. Stylistically, they they were all over the with the with the colored lighting, mm-hmm. which was very very yeah. very perfectly set it apart from from previous mm. ones. However, uh, I I do remember watching uh, a little a little known movie called Nosferatu that had a lot of play yes. with color in a re release that I saw. I will. Uh, first, well, we can get into I, that when you talk, want. <laughs> first before that, I just want to real quick say I, again uh, as always. Our Hulkahala for a dollar. We have Derek Sager, Gabriel Floral, film critter, and Stephen W. Uh oh. Uh, so, 
Nosferatu. The oh the uh, yes. so I I uh, I sent you a message about this uh, earlier this week saying this is something that I want to uh, bring up uh, up that I find really interesting in connection with this film. So um Nicholas Holt uh, uh um who plays Renfield in this is yes. set to uh, oh, be in a Nosferatu film next year. Yes, is it Robert Eggers? Which is yes, Nosferatu. Robert Eggers. Yes, and that yes. and I find that really interesting because isn't Nosferatu? Oh, I've never seen any Nosferatu films before, but I uh, but I I've heard it actually is also supposed to be based on the uh, on Bram Strucker's uh, or his Dracula. As far as I understand, actually, that's a good thing to double check right now. The I know that it, I was just it, saying that with what I read, my recollection of it is it's very similar to the, the at least the way so, the plot comes out. From what I read, it is a it is a non official adaptation of it because right. uh, as they legally couldn't have it be a Dracula. Um, yes. I I'm and then. To make it uh, make the similarities even more uh, are weird. Um, uh, who I've heard that uh, Nicholas Holt will be playing in Nosferatu is also gonna be a real estate person in uh, in that. Oh, more, more than likely, it's like the he's character, uh, absolutely. Like, uh, yeah, so based character. <laughs> no, so what I read is that he will be playing in that. The um. At in this like real estate office, uh, is he will be a uh, playing the character whose boss is based on Renfield. Oh, really? It's his yeah. boss. Oh, okay, so he's not. Which is it's the, like, Renfield isn't really making the trip out. It's a yeah. I find it. I find that really interesting. And then, and to make the connection even more, apparently, uh, apparently, um, Robert uh, Eggers. Uh, or is wanted uh, a Nicholas Cage to be in the film, but Nicholas Cage turned it down. Oh, well, so uh, like there was a lot of similarities between that and this. I'm not sure I would honestly want Nicholas Cage in a Robert Eggers film because he has his place in 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 media. And I film, think, and I think he's a little too out there like don't get me wrong mm-hmm. robert eggers has made some out there movies the the witch and oh. the lighthouse are both insane um but they leave the more insane roles to willem dafoe um mm. he seems to really love I, willem dafoe's yeah. way of commanding that kind of thing i think but it's uh, uh so Cage a little too camp in my opinion robert uh robert egerton has uh, has said that he wants to work with nicholas cage and nicholas cage is like right after uh or unbearable the oh wait a massive talent came out uh he had like uh like in an interview told everybody about his list of dream directors he wants to work with and and robert eggers was one on on that list oh, and that's man. why um like i uh do you think that i think that nosferatu feels different enough that it won't be weird that uh weird that um nicholas uh is whole is all is basically going to be playing a very similar role in that as well i i think primarily two two reasons why i think it'll be different enough is is right there it's it's that it is a remake of a different movie and also robert eggers mm-hmm. is incredibly gifted at telling folk like grounded uh folklore tales 
mm-hmm. and he's very good at the historical aspect of it. He's very good at getting accurate uh, representations of what the world would have been like back then in those times. He does a bunch mm-hmm. of different movies that are all period pieces. Um, I do think it will be different enough as well in tone because Robert Eggers movies, well, yeah. if they're funny, they are not like Ben Schwartz uh, <laughs> yeah. kind of style. If they're, they're, they're funny more so in the sense that, Oh, this is so ridiculous because this person has ingested this substance and is having a like dream walk or something you know what i mean like they have these kooky moments that are not necessarily played or, for them or, or how uh, how i saw a lot of people laughing online uh, after the northman came out uh, uh because i've never watched the film but i've i uh, heard apparently they cgi a penis into it oh do they yeah I and people fo- i think that's fo- funny I wouldn't be surprised at all. I have not. I've only seen it the one time. It's, in my opinion, his weakest of three movies that I've seen. Um, mm-hmm. The Northman. It is It is uh, good. Um, mm-hmm. It's just, it's a little slower pace than his other stuff and a little less, uh, I don't know, it's a little less engaging. I think if you're a big Viking fan, you would love it. But yeah. my favorite of his is absolutely The Lighthouse with Robert Pattinson. Mm-hmm. And Yeah, I've heard Willem a lot Defoe. of good stuff about that. That kind of so that the craziest moments of a Robert Eggers movie is when two lighthouse attendees are marooned on the island that they're working on, and they're also both incredibly alcoholic, uh, dependent, and they run out of rum and they start chugging like fuel <laughs> just to get fucked up. Wow. And they are dancing and sloshed, and they are like they have like a slow dance tender moment because they are so alone at this little island. And it is a really fucking I'm... crazy watch. I would highly recommend that movie. <laughs> Obviously this goes a lot a, a lot further than what I'm about to mention. But I want uh, I want to ask have you ever seen the uh, uh, seen the Pirates of the Caribbean movies? Of course. Yes, I've seen the first because you because the uh, what you're describing reminds me of the uh, I me of the where's the rum gone uh, on scene from um one of the pirates films. It's exactly like that, um, but to a a like much more like real, mm-hmm. realistic version of like they are so drunk they actually just have a conversation where they both mistakenly think they heard the other say something and they say what back and forth with more intensity of an, and insanity like they're, they're i mean that minds. feels like Jack sparrow would do <laughs> that's true too. that's true <laughs> but he doesn't he did have that scene <laughs> yeah. he had to rope um, together a couple of turtles <laughs> a couple of sea turtles so uh oh uh, one other thing i want to talk about before we get uh we start uh are talking about actually renfield uh is sign that uh, i that Earlier today, uh, a a leaker for Marvel films uh, I was talk, uh, talked about that I find uh, I interesting, which is uh, is some uh, some of the directors that are being thought about for Secret Wars. Um, oh yeah, I w- uh, I want to ask me, uh, you think of any of these choices? Oh, uh, this is my first time um, hearing about any of this. I'm excited. So, uh, oh, um, one of them uh, um, is John Favreau. Okay. Which I think would be a, a lot of fun. Uh, um, yeah. Another is John Watts, but also does Spider-Man films. Uh, uh, yeah. Uh, and I think that I think with how he did with uh, uh did, um with No Way Home with uh, uh, having the uh having 
the previous three spy uh, the previous spider-man and in there and they don't feel like they're just nostalgia bait they actually feel like yeah. they're relevant to the story i think yeah. that 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 actually may, might make a lot of sense because secret wars is obviously gonna have a lot of nostalgia bait uh right, from characters returning Very um true. and then another is um daniel dustin credin uh and who uh who um He's uh, he is doing a Kang Dynasty. Uh, a well, he's he's who did uh, a Shang Chi. Uh, a and now he's oh, going okay. to be doing he's doing Kang Dynasty, and he uh, and he's apparently expressed interest in also doing Secret Wars after that. Uh, at um, and then finally the last of the uh, last of the ones that's being uh, that's apparently being considered is one that I expect you're probably not going to like. Uh oh, Sam, Sam Raimi. Raimi. <clears throat> Sorry, like to excuse be honest, me. excuse me. I, I like uh, I like Multiverse of Madness, but I don't want him to direct uh, X Secret Wars. <laughs> he has a time the, and place. So the reason nineteen eighty nine, the reason I don't want him to direct Secret Wars is because I want Secret Wars to feel like the most Marvel movie Marvel has ever made. <laughs> I don't want uh, I don't want any specific director's style in it, and yeah. I want uh, like because because uh, I don't want it to feel uh, you know, more like a director's film than a Marvel film. I want uh, because just because of the particular film that this is, I would be so absolutely fine with it being either Destin Daniel Cretton or John mm. Watts, especially because they've shown their stripes; they oh, they've yeah. earned it. And I don't really want to see John Favreau do it only because I think that he's he's found a really nice niche with Mandalorian and I don't mm. really want to see him come back yeah, and I can see that break hearts. You know what I mean? I think he I think he's I think I, the other guys should pursue it on. I, I think John Watts should it's, do it, to be honest. Um I, I Especially if Daniel Justin Daniel Crichton I, has I, I, Dynasty already. I, I I can definitely see that but I'm I'm thinking for uh, like with John Favreau, like, I definitely understand that with the Star Wars thing. I think that uh, I think that would definitely be a very big reason he might turn it down. Uh, on, which there actually have been reports that he might have turned it down. Uh, on, um, but I also, uh, uh, but mainly why I think that it would be cool if he were the director of that is because I think it'd be, um, kind of cool to see that. He is the uh, he's the person who directed the first ever MCU film, and then him coming back for this after or not having directed a film since Ani uh, Ten, uh, and for yeah. the MCU would be I think would be really cool because that would be like, um, like fifteen years or so later, or in the last time you directed one. But I do understand the Star Wars thing uh, being a reason why not have it. Well, I hate I hate to be like a naysayer of him or before he's even had the chance to, to try, but the guy to me could be out of touch from it because of that reason. Mm-hmm. So he did Iron Man one. That was before everything. Yeah. That was before I can understand that. spinning plates. And then he did Iron Man two, which mm-hmm. depending on who you are, is yeah. not the greatest. I Marvel movie. <laughs> yeah. I can definitely understand that. Uh, but uh, the one thing I will say for, for him is, He's definitely a massive, uh, massive Marvel fan, uh, and sure. for of the comics, uh, so he's going to try and do these characters as justice as uh, us as as absolutely possible. Mm-hmm. Oh, which, uh, uh, which not every director you can say that for, uh, are true. Um, yeah, uh, he also, uh, uh, 
Um, there was an interview between uh, and Kevin Feige and uh, and John Favreau. Uh oh, that came out a couple of days ago. Uh oh, for the 15 year anniversary of Iron Man. Uh, and it was a 20 minute thing, and it's actually really interesting. Um, nice. he uh, he talked about uh, how apparently part of why they decided on on Robert Downey Jr. is that they were wanting him to be the uh, a Doctor Doom in the 2005 I uh, Fantastic Four film. Uh, um, but then uh, and that fell through. Uh, ooh, but they liked him so much they uh, that they insisted on getting him back for signing. Nice. Oh, and, yeah. Can you imagine if he ended up being Doctor Doom in a movie so, that was not yeah, great? Like he would have seen it a little, little, but oh, I don't know if I would have liked it. I don't know if I would like the film more uh, or with him because I like the actors they chose for Doctor yeah. Doom in that. That he I liked he did too. a great job. Uh, uh, um. And, and John Favreau also uh, also talked about how how he wasn't uh, uh before making Iron Man he was uh he was a lot more of a Hulk and a Spider Man fan than he was of uh, uh of Iron Man the comics like most people didn't know a lot about Iron Man the comics back then uh, and I which honestly uh, it makes me think about like I feel like he would be a really good director. For for a Hulk film, uh, um, and also uh, for a Spider-Man film, I think that would be really interesting to see. Favreau, yeah, yeah, I think you're right. I think I would have liked his Hulk maybe a little bit better than Incredible Hulk, um, mm. especially because when like, him coming out with Iron Man, he did mm-hmm. clearly love the comics. You can tell, yeah, in the the amount of love that is poured into that first Iron Man movie, especially. Um. Yeah, that'd be dope. I would have. Uh, Favreau like... would be. You know, it's like it's like that thing. Like that was two thousand and eight. So mm-hmm. that year, or maybe five years on either side of that, I would have been like, oh yeah, Favreau, give him anything, give him what you mm. want. Like, <laughs> but now we've seen so many more dire- like talented yeah, directors. So I can see that. If uh, if John Watts wants to do it, give it to John Watts. Oh yeah, I can. Uh, I can. I would definitely be happy with John. Uh, with John Watts doing it. They also like the person I most think would be uh, I would I uh, would be interesting if they did it. I don't know if he has time to do it, but I definitely think he's one of the only people who would actually be able to handle directing something like that because it's it's such a massive production. And for mm-hmm. Secret Wars, it's Kevin Feige himself. I think Ooh. that would be interesting. Does he direct? Does he's he never. He has not. Uh, I, I don't think he's ever actually directed something before. But he knows how to uh, how to make it so that a lot of a massive amount of characters all make sense in the universe together. That's true. So I think he would say. be able to do. Uh, uh, I think he would. Uh, he would be able to do it. Um, I do th- know that he is. Uh, I don't know if he. It's that's. It's still happening. But he was uh, uh, supposed to direct a Star Wars film. Uh, um, okay. he, they had actually uh, like it was announced like a couple of years ago that he was going to uh, uh, direct a Star Wars film. Uh, um, wow. um, with uh, I, I think that was announced like maybe two years ago at Star Wars Celebration. I don't yeah. know if that's still happening since. Mm-hmm. To be honest, I don't know if uh, like anything that are, are just announced <laughs> at Star Wars Celebration can just expect expected to be made because they've announced so many things over the years <laughs> that don't end up happening. Yeah, very true. Star Wars is kind of a, a mixed bag. 
over there. They got some real great home runs coming out, especially in TV form. Um, and then you hear mm. about a ton of different stuff, ton, ton of different things coming on the on in the works and greenlit. Yeah. But I don't know which one to root for first. Mm-hmm. You know, you know what director I think would be amazing to do uh, Secret Wars. What who would that be? Chloe Zhao. I could see that. Uh, I, but I <laughs> as much see as that. people loved the Immortals, <laughs> the, 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 <laughs> she did an I, incredible job with that. <laughs> I loved uh, all of the Eternals. The Eternals. I, uh, oh my goodness! I'm so sorry. I loved uh, the Eternals. I just it called it the Immortals. I, I don't. I I think uh, I think for the same reason that I don't particularly want Sam Raimi for uh, a for it. I don't know if I would want Chloe Zhao because she does have a very specific style, uh, uh, and I don't yeah. want signing with a specific style for it. That's fair. That's fair. Um, I feel like I feel like Sam Raimi's is just more detectable at yeah. this point because of his his like track record. Mm-hmm. But uh, she's like she's I don't got uh, like uh, movies, uh, like so uh, for like the Sam Raimi thing. I don't need uh, a Secret Wars to feel like Evil Dead. Exactly. That, that would be weird. <laughs> the, the, and you know like, what? I don't even want. I don't even want new Evil Dead movies to feel like old Evil Dead movies. I, I the Evil Dead Rise just came out last this last month. He was an executive producer on it, but he did not direct that movie, and it was fucking great. It felt like oh, yeah. what Evil Dead should become, I'm, not what it used to be. I have not seen Evil Dead Rise yet. Part of me wants to, but also part of me is like a little bit scared to watch it because I'm like, I don't th- I don't know that it's going to feel like what I want out of Evil Dead because what I want out of Evil Dead is that exact uh, act mix of horror and comedy that's been in the uh, in the previous stuff. I don't know uh, from what everything I've heard, it doesn't seem like there's much comedy in the Evil Dead Rise. It, it it's a very very subtle comedy, and it's only funny if you find ridiculous gore funny. <laughs> and some people hate that, but this is one of like effectively. I like that these like Evil Dead twenty fourteen and Evil Dead Rise both ha- can irk me, which I always wished mm-hmm. the original Evil Dead movies were able to do. And I mm-hmm. I like that they are horror primarily yeah, and a that. little bit of comedy on top of. I can see that. Uh, I... Like to me though, uh, oh, and this will probably be, uh, this could uh, uh, cause some uh, hate because I because uh, I don't know oh, it's not one of the favorite for most Evil Dead fans, but to me, my favorite thing out of the Evil Dead franchise is the Ash versus Evil Dead show. I it I is love good. that show. It's so I'm much fun. A big I'm a big Bruce Campbell fan, and when that show came out. I met two other cast members too, which was awesome. Nice. It's one of like the second Comic Cons I went to, but um, yeah, he's he's a, an old hero of mine. Oh, so yeah. I love him more than I love Raimi, to be honest, because he was in so many other I things when those that. movies were coming out. Yeah. Um, oh, which, him punched oh, which, himself in the face at the end of my. Oh, oh, is which, not the worst thing in the world. <laughs> Bruce Campbell actually one time uh, uh, the uh, the. So there was one time I've told you, I think I've told you maybe possibly about this before, but my uh, my mom and I, uh, I were, uh, had a booth at, uh, at the Atlanta Comic Con. Bruce Campbell actually stood right in front of our booth. Uh, oh, uh, nice. Briefly. Yeah. Did he acknowledge you guys or was he walking like, or was um, he, he didn't, if I remember right, he didn't acknowledge us. He acknowledged the people uh, next to us, the, the people ah. next to us were, uh, uh, were, um some uh, um writers uh, writers and he wanted to know what their book was uh was about 
Uh, and they were like, uh, oh, well, and they they started trying to, like, maybe give him, a, uh, I think it was, like, a free copy or something. And he was like, I, I don't read much, actually. <laughs> oh. Well, I mean, that's awesome that he was at uh, least engaging with their work. Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, he he honestly seems like such a great uh, guy. Uh, I, he, yeah. um, like, he yeah, turned yeah. his entire panel into basically a stand-up comedy act. Yeah. He's so happy to talk with fans. Like, it, yeah, that's one of. He's a generous, generous. Uh, like, it yeah. honestly saddens me that there's never been like a, a, a ever been, um, any like streaming service or sign that tries to get him to do a comedy special. Like, I feel like uh, I, yeah. that would be so much fun uh, on just watching a comedy special from him. It would be. I think he'd be really good at it. And I know that he's like hosted certain like, mm. I don't know if it's like unsolved mysteries or some kind of thing recently. And I saw him pop up and I'm like, you know what? He's perfect for this kind of gig, but he could do so much, so many bigger things. Mm. I think there was a documentary about the the progress and life, lifetime, lifespan of the Evil Dead projects and franchises and stuff and i think it was during i want to say it's the 25th anniversary of the original or something but he definitely came out with it before evil dead rise um yeah. i'm kind of curious what that's nice called song. um so uh oh i should get into uh into renfield finally um <laughs> i had a lot of fun with this film i think uh, i think every actor in it like they uh they did a great job and it and really felt like everyone in it was having a lot of fun with it. I definitely yeah. think uh, I definitely think that uh that Nicolas Cage's Dracula is a standout one, but I also do think that Nicholas Halt does a fantastic performance as the lead uh as Renfield. He has got incredible like comedy chops. Like when I saw oh, yeah. him do when he when the fact that he played Beast I was like, mm. oh, that's he, he. He can do that. That he, he's smart enough to to play that well. Um, but that wasn't the the roles that that swooned me. I was like, warm bodies is so funny, mm-hmm. and um, the menu which came yes. out just last year. So he's so funny in that, and unintentionally oh, yeah. sometimes. But he's so it's so played for like creepy laughs. That movie, mm-hmm. good times. Um, <laughs> one of my of uh, one of the scenes in this, I find really hilarious it's just when uh, is when uh, I, um renfield brings him these uh hangs him these thugs that are uh always at the beginning of the film and uh and he uh and um and dracula asks redfield what is this as redfield's like it's dog and, he, and uh dracula's just like dog is trash he's trash <laughs> <laughs> he's like they both. I, I agree that that Nicolas Cage is a great reason to see this movie. But I was um, what the only reason I heard about this movie, the first way I've heard about this movie was on Ben Schwartz's Instagram, and he just said, "Oh, we just wrapped Renfield, or or we were shooting shooting Renfield today." And I was like, "Renfield, what's that?" I start looking into it. I I thought it was like a smaller indie film, the way it sounded, because Ben Schwartz just he picks mm-hmm. projects very well, and they don't always have to be the biggest thing yeah. ever they don't have to be sonic uh sometimes he just does some really <laughs> small cool stuff oh. um and uh when hearing that he was in it i was sold already i was like i'm gonna watch anything ben schwartz is in so when i heard he was in this i knew i was gonna see it then i find out a year later that nicholas cage is in it and i'm like what what that's perfect <laughs> and uh, it just grew from there that the, the excitement oh, yeah. um 
yeah it definitely definitely turned my head oh yeah so uh um i loved uh loved ben schwartz in the film uh um uh, I, I it was a lot of fun seeing him play a bad guy which i don't think yeah. he often does uh, uh yeah. um he played it uh, every time i saw him on screen i was like okay he's gonna become a familiar later like that's why mm -hmm. they got him because he's gonna be that nuts ben schwartz uh, and nicholas cage have both talked in interviews about how uh, how, um nicholas cage was massively impressed with uh as ben schwartz is uh is acting because uh, (laughs) as nicholas cage is very used to sticking to the script for things while uh all uh ben schwartz is uh, it does a massive amount of improv so he's uh, uh so uh like uh so neos cage said he was like so uh, uh he so in love with how uh how ben schwartz acted in this uh um and how far he was uh he went with some of the uh some of his improv not all but made it in but some uh but he uh um he was like so surprised by everything when uh i mean that uh, uh, Ben Schwartz was just able to pull out of his own mind. Yeah, yeah. At the, at the beginning, when I saw he was just playing kind of, I thought he was just kind of a like, like a lackey or something, like going to be a small part. And I'm like, no, there's no way. He's going to have so much more entangled with this whole plot. And mm-hmm. I was very happy that he got to keep on keep on trucking and keep on being Ben Schwartz. <laughs> oh, <laughs> or what's, yeah. the, what's his character's name? Uh, I don't remember his character. He says it all. He constantly says it, and I'm mad. Mad, I can't uh, remember now. I'm gonna look it up. Cut this out. <laughs> so the uh oh, one thing I I enjoyed a lot uh, uh was whenever there was the scenes in the uh ads with the um the group of people uh able have had uh I had like some kind of abuse that's happened to them uh and yeah I thought that was a lot of, uh, uh fun. Uh, and and an interesting place to take this because you don't really see often in movies uh, always them making a massive plot point to being the uh, uh, being characters actually getting help through therapy uh, therapy and stuff sure. like that. Um, and it worked really well in this. Yeah, it worked well to integrate it in. It worked well as like the marketing way like way to get uh, the trailer rolling is like, oh, this is the perfect analogy and like path to a self-help kind of mm-hmm. uh, arc for Renfield to see no. that he, you know, his relationship with the Count is actually just an abusive mm-hmm. relationship that are oh, very yeah. hard to get out of. <laughs> you know, I, I, one thing I was, think, I was thinking about I find uh, very interesting is you know, Dracula he's not evil because he uh, as he drinks people's blood he's evil because he's a narcissist and he's uh, and he's made this guy a uh, force this guy to be his servant uh um and i think it i think it, that's an interesting thing because like we think of uh, of vampires as evil because they're uh, because they uh, they do try to kill us and and drink <laughs> our blood but the thing is you wouldn't say uh, you wouldn't call uh, all say a bear evil if it tried to eat a human because it has to uh, it has to uh, oh, eat uh, a something and sometimes a human is the only thing there to eat uh, a, if it wants to live and that and i don't think something like that can be considered evil true 
True. No, it's the manipulation. It's the lack mm. of yeah. So, yeah. Their victims have no autonomy. They're they're being tricked mm. into doing things for them, including I, just letting themselves become food. <laughs> for that reason, I, I I think it. I really liked they made a point that it is is that he's a narcissist and that mm. and that he uh, he forced uh, Arch Renfield into this and that's what makes him evil, evil yeah. and not just that he's a vampire. Hmm. And like, who's to say that, uh, you know, in this version of the lore of Dracula, he was even always a vampire, right? So mm-hmm. he could uh, he could always have been a prick. And then uh, oh, yeah. he just happens to have oh, yeah. powers on top of that. <laughs> yeah. um, I had, oh, uh, by the I... way, the character that Ben Schwartz mm-hmm. plays is Teddy Lobo. Mm-hmm. But on IMDb, it's actually full word, full name Tedward, which is Tedward. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. That was awesome. You know that they, uh, you know that that, that has to be a reference to Twilight. Uh, item Edward Collins. Very good point. That's that makes a lot of sense. <laughs> oh god! Do you know who wrote this movie? No, I'm not sure. So Ryan Ridley and Robert Kirkham, okay. Kirkman, sorry, Kirkman being the creator of The Walking Dead mm-hmm. and Invincible. And Ryan Ridley being nice. coming from Robot Chicken and then Rick and Morty and now branching off and nice. doing some things a little bit more. So and there's also Ava Tramer, which I believe was probably a writer on Rick and Morty as well. But she went on to do a cartoon called Central Park, which came out mm-hmm. like a year ago. Didn't last that long. Like many adult mm-hmm. cartoons do not end up lasting very long. But yeah, but yeah definitely uh, a, a great team effort, in my my opinion. Speaking of adult cartoons, I'm very interested what's going to happen with Rick and Morty because of Justin Roiland getting fired. Like, I, I wish I'm, I I, I'm very interested in that because I'm like, I don't know if they will, uh, if um whoever they cast, uh, ask, mm-hmm. I don't know if they'll be able to keep the show going because uh, is. I is Justin Roiland's voice is so attached to that show that uh, oh that I don't know if people will be able to accept uh, uh, different voice actors. I I agree. I think it will probably die out. I think a lot of people yeah. who were worried about you know maybe being on a show as long as it was actually getting uh, mm. the seasons that were purchased, um, maybe they'll be happy that it's over. Uh, I would kind of like to see a lot of the people that work on that branch out and do something else anyway, like mm-hmm. Dan Harmon. I'd love to see yeah. what he comes up with next. I didn't. Want I mean, him to uh, I mean, just make Rick and Morty the rest of his life. I, I would be. I I wonder whether or not uh, having to deal with this uh, uh, needing uh, to find a new voice actor is going to uh, going to cause Dan Harmon to not have time to work on the uh, the community <laughs> movie since since that has been announced now uh, uh, now yeah. on Peacock. Uh, uh, um, he's probably I, grateful that it, the yeah. timing worked out this way. Like, if anything, to take a, a silver lining for this whole Justin Roiland thing for him to have his his business partner for making Rick and Morty go uh, a little off the deep end and get caught for it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's kind of like, oh, now I can go back to my baby community mm-hmm. <laughs> and make something great. <laughs> I do oh, think it's man. funny the idea I, that Justin Roiland played so many voices, inte- integral oh, yeah. voices in it's, that show that he probably thought it was perfect job security. Yeah, <laughs> and oh, he's yeah, like, oh nope, I can get fired too. I feel like uh, I feel like um the most comparable thing that could, uh, for if uh, uh for 
to this is like how people would react if uh, if Dan Kazan uh, Costanza uh stopped playing Homer Simpson. Oh yeah, what? Hang on. I think Dan Costanza, I think it's the name of the actor uh, or who plays I think it. It's Dan like, Casta something. Oh, it's something like that. Uh, uh, but like, uh, but like, if uh, I, I think it's like kind of a, a similar, like if he had stopped playing Homer, I, I yeah. kind of feel like that would be the end of The Simpsons. Yeah. Or like, uh, or like if uh, if Seth MacFarlane stopped be, uh, being all the uh, the voices Everybody. that he is on uh, on Family Guy. <laughs> Very true. Yeah, no, that uh, they were everybody in uh, who who voices The Simpsons to this day is so lucky to have gotten like the perfect oh, voice wow. acting gig that they never needed to run away from. Mm. <laughs> It'd be so weird, except right, for if, if uh, except for totally those different. who uh, uh, those who play characters who are not white that uh, <laughs> I, that are uh, are white people in real life that have uh, have now uh, ended up leaving the, those roles. Uh... Yeah, because there, because uh, there was a particularly like, uh, like in the last two years, it was someone uh, on from The Simpsons who is like, for May, uh, for um the beginning, played uh, a characters that he just uh, he stopped playing those characters because they're uh, uh because they uh, a are not white characters and he realized that that's not okay. Yeah. Um. Like, uh, which. If I remember right, because of that, uh, uh, now the character of Apu on the uh, Simpsons is no longer even really a character. It's just now a background thing that never has a voice. They didn't give him like a send off. They never explained. Well, where the, he Apu appeared. Goes. Uh, uh, so he, uh, so wow. he had like one last episode owed in the season premiere like a few years ago, apparently. But he, uh, but then after that, uh, uh, he has just he's still been there, but he doesn't. He just never speaks. He's just a background uh, character. Wow. Yeah. That is bizarre to think about. I stopped watching it so long ago that uh-huh. it's so strange to think that uh. <laughs> and Apu is just sneaking around in the background. <laughs> <laughs> um. So, uh, oh, with uh, uh, and Renfield, uh, oh, um, what did you think of the of the layer or, or that they had Dracula in uh throughout the film? I thought that was a uh, I was a pretty good uh, uh choice of how he can be in this abandoned hospital. Yeah, the Novon will uh, find him. I thought this just set design in general in this movie was incredible. But no, I remember seeing the throne mm. with all the blood bags hanging from it. I was like, this is awesome, <laughs> like, this is awesome. and I was also so glad that you get to spend a little bit more time there later, but like, I'm so glad that he got healed as quickly as he did, because I would have been so mad if the half the movie, Nicolas Cage is in that makeup. That's so much harder to understand what he's saying. He's already got the teeth in the whole movie. Like he's committed to teeth across the front, uh, the whole damn movie. But to speak with that, plus the layered makeup was, was tricky. I'm sure. Mm -hmm. Definitely. Uh, I, um, uh, uh how how the film uh, uh film ends they have uh, uh they have the uh that they end up like chopping up and all uh, and all these different things uh, as dracula too that are things from like folklore of how you can possibly kill a vampire yeah. um do you think that the uh do you think that those who have worked or do you think there's a possibility that this could have a sequel part of me Part of me would be more open to a sequel from something like this mm. than I think something 
because this movie is just it's start to finish fun yeah. and i like movies that are fun to get a chance to have more fun because everybody all working yeah. on it you can tell oh, they're yeah. having a good time i would love for them to co- i mean they certainly can it's dracula yeah. they can do they can do I, all sorts what of I, cruel so bending he always has been bent. reason re, main reason i'm uh, I, i'm bringing it up up is that i actually have two ideas for uh or sequels that i think would like mm. would both be interesting one would be uh, i think better than the other but the other would still be interesting um so uh oh First, uh, so that's the interesting one is, um, but uh, it's still uh oh, like could make sense it is so that they said that they think that the like, that this will take him a very long time to uh I'm to regenerate, so they right. uh which uh which could uh it easily mean like ha- having a sequel, where it's Nicolas Cage as Dracula, and he's in the future, uh, or yeah, which I would be uh, which. I think would be interesting because you have uh, have like, well, with this, yes, he's not a man out of present day, but he has been living this whole time versus mm-hmm. uh, versus he would just uh, uh, as regenerate in the future, uh, or and he's and he doesn't know anything how anything works uh, at that point. Like there's uh, like he's like uh, I could imagine like him being. I'm supposed to be the only person who can fly. You guys shouldn't be having flying cars. Are <laughs> <laughs> uh, and but the other one, uh, and, and this is what I would really want is because uh, it's uh, it's one that allows all the, the cast members to come back. Would be that they reveal that uh, you know that none of these uh, these different ways to defeat Dracula from um, folklore work, and that they have to, and then the and the filmmakers have to create their own lore for this uh, lore for how they actually defeat dracula and what i would uh and um i would have that like uh i uh, i throughout the film uh, um renfield uh, uh like at the start he's having dreams that uh aims at dracula is back and that's uh that's worrying uh worrying, even though he's not back but then there would come a point during the film where Dracula actually is back, but he can't. Uh, but Renfield at first can't really tell whether he is real or not because it's he's just hearing Dracula's voice in his head. Mm-hmm. So finally, Dracula actually shows up in front of them. Uh, um, um, and uh, and what I would have actually is the uh, uh the way that they are able to uh, defeat him is that, um. Is that he uh, is that he has to uh, has to drink his own blood, uh, since they have that uh, have that uh, massive container of his blood, and I was yeah. thinking, and I was thinking like uh, like they they can have like a um make this B side where they have to go to some location to find out that that information that that's actually how to defeat him, but then they have to figure out a way to um actually uh, a trick him into drinking his own blood so they would uh uh which which, uh, which would, i'm thinking would they would have uh, uh they would put a uh, a blood bag on uh on on renfield's neck uh, uh neck and then use uh it was like some kind of hollywood prosthetic makeup to uh makeup to cover it up so that he doesn't know and then um like uh i he can like uh, uh he can try and bait uh, a Dracula to uh it'd be like, oh I'm uh I'm sorry I uh, I failed you, uh uh-uh. 
as uh, as uh, I have failed you and betrayed you, oh, I deserve for you to drink my blood. Uh, I'd so that I uh, and or or sign like give me the yeah. uh, give me the grace of not having to experience what you will uh oh do to this world or something like that. Just to, uh, uh, trick him into uh oh drinking his own blood. How, what what would you think of sign like that? I love it. I mean, I think that going a little different with it is a good idea. Mm-hmm. Not only them, the creators of the movie getting the chance to come up with their own lore of what can kill them and stuff yeah. like that, but also making up an entire new, you know, way that uh, way for to get Remfield more involved. And and it could be, yeah. and what what's uh, Aquafina's character, Rebecca. Awesome. Um, I assume the two of them would both be in it again. Oh well, yeah. yeah. It would be, it would be, uh, they would be, be like a uh, bait and switch where she's like, yeah. she's ends up, sacrificing herself with the blood bag or yeah. some, somehow mm-hmm. and he's like oh no i never wanted that to happen to you know uh, this is a yeah it's a gr- fantastic idea i think uh, i think it'll be fun and the thing is i i kind of think that actually would, uh, would make sense as a way to defeat him uh and as like a lot of things uh, uh there have been a lot of things i've seen where there's like people who are undead not specifically vampires but people who are undead whether it be in video games or just some kind of fantasy book where they're like the sign that's supposed to heal uh, heal normal people actually hurts them yeah. uh, and if they are undead so uh, uh so because dracula's blood uh, uh can heal normal people it maybe has the opposite effect on him i like that i like that a lot because it should i mean he, he can't survive in his own blood a vampire can't just you know Oh no! I've got. Uh, I haven't fed in a while. They just mm. bite their own wrist or something. They don't do that. <laughs> so, and for him to be like the big bad, the the original uh, vampire, if that's what they want to go with, um, then it would make sense that his blood would be different from everyone's as well. Yeah, in two ways: <laughs> healing oh. and killing. <laughs> so, uh, some other, uh, uh, I really enjoyed uh, Dracula, like teaming up with the mob uh um, mm-hmm. i think that was a fun uh odd idea um one uh, one place where i think there was actually a mistake in the film when we see dracula pop up at renfield's apartment yeah it's supposed to be nighttime uh i'm obviously or he wouldn't be able to get there but behind him uh, and the window looks like it's light outside yeah is he like in the shadow in that room at the time i can't remember um no it's it's like it's, it's completely lit up room. Uh, um yeah I I love that scene too but I <laughs> uh, I do find it funny how uh how behind him the window is uh and uh, where he's he's sitting at the table uh oh uh, behind him the window is just bright. <laughs> they fucked up. <laughs> yeah. Maybe he has to be in direct rays. I don't know. Maybe. I, I oh well no well we literally saw right before uh, or that it is nighttime when uh, I am when he went uh, goes there. So it's just so, a weirdly yeah. lit building, maybe. It, yeah, maybe I guess. Got, like a big hallway that has maybe uh, like fluorescent bulbs or something outside the windows. That would suck. I would not want to. I, I really window. find hilarious how they uh, how they made it that even just having the words uh, or it's welcome makes it uh, uh, on a yeah um, that... <laughs> welcome mat allowed him to go in. It's a really smart movie. I think it's got a lot of like, oh, yeah. like play with in a new way. I mean, people have been playing and making making farcical uh, oh. vampire movies forever too. But like this gave me a lot of like uh, Zombieland 
kind of vibes mm-hmm. and where they tackled everything that people have joked about into themselves about yeah. zombies and like really relatable and and stuff people never thought about um they they did that in this it, it would i was expecting when i when i after i saw the movie i was expecting to go and find out that it was created by the same people but it was not i was like damn this gave me serious zombie land vibes just the amount of mm-hmm. gore for laughs yeah like the creativity with the gore oh as well, i, I love the most. creativity with the gore that was so yeah. much fun especially when he's uh, especially things like when he uh and he's um jumping down at uh, on from his apartment uh, apartment floor and uh, or he just goes through a guy uh, eye and then <laughs> and like when he's uh, he's fighting Ben Schwartz and we see that uh, the skeleton uh, and, and then blood coming out from both sides yeah yeah I gotta, that was great i got to i got to show Katie this one i think she'd have a good time <laughs> Because I think Does she like blood and gore. She, oh, I mean, we watch horror movies all the time, oh, but God. not really horror comedies. She's not a zombie fan, so she'll probably never watch Zombieland with me. But uh, Renfield, I think she would because she's mm-hmm. read Bram Stoker's Dracula. She's read a ton nice. of vampire. Mainly, this excited me both because uh, the, uh, I first wanted to watch both his. Uh, it's Nicolas Cage. And because yeah. uh, us, out of all of those like uh, like kind of fantasy spooky creatures like uh, I vampires, uh, ires, zombies, werewolves, etc., mm-hmm. vampires have always been the one that's uh, that I've always loved. Uh, uh, yeah. So and, and so it really uh, excited me seeing uh, in that and the fact that uh, but the fact that it's gonna be comedy and it's gonna be uh, and it's gonna be Nicolas Cage just like. This is kind of a perfect thing for me. Yeah, for for me, my favorite was always like of the, of the like classic monsters and and Universal mm-hmm. monsters. If you want to go franchise, um, the <laughs> uh, the Wolfman. I love the I loved Werewolf by Night so much oh, yeah. because of the mm. homage to the original Wolfman and how he looked in just like the torn shirt. Not a huge like drawn out snout. Although I do like a lot of werewolf movies that have that version of a werewolf. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, even as a huge werewolf nut, I can still admit the vampires are cooler. <laughs> like if you're gonna watch a movie that's centric with the character, no werewolf character has been as engaging and as villainous and cool as a vampire has. I uh, I both like uh, I just find vampires fun to watch, but I also like I love that that um like red and black gothic aesthetic. It's such a cool aesthetic to me. Uh, and, yeah, and I and it's so devilish. i wish more yeah i i wish yeah. more stuff would have that nowadays like you're uh, like and less of so uh, of sign like uh like twilight where it's uh where it is vampires but there's none of the gothic uh gothic mm-hmm. classic feel to it yeah which kind of is sucked <laughs> uh really just sucked like that's uh, like um yeah agreed uh, and I think, uh, and but we haven't talked a lot uh, about Aquafina's character. I think that Aquafina did a great job in this as well. Uh, uh I same. I don't. Uh, I haven't seen a lot of Aquafina's stuff, but both. Uh, but I've mainly seen her in this and in Shang Chi, and and I I'm starting to really like her as an actress. Uh, it's because of them because I think she's really funny. She is so charismatic as well as 
so bizarre that I love mm. every scene I've seen her in, and I agree. I've only seen Shang-Chi, um, this, and her own show, and I'm trying to remember what the hell it's called, but it was a, she had like, I think it's one season of Nora Comedy from Central. Queens, maybe? That's the one, yes. Yeah, uh, um, I've heard of that. that it's... Um, yeah. Another thing that's a running joke throughout the film that I, uh, I love uh, of it, I love whenever uh, this uh, is happening, there's just a one character in the film that everybody just always uh, shits on. Uh, on the, there's this particular cop that everybody's like, "Fuck you, that particular cop!" Just constantly yeah. throughout the film. <laughs> I love when films do that. Uh, I yes. just find it hilarious. Yep, hundred percent. Yeah, a running every good like running gag joke. Uh, it it always it always involves a character that needs to be the fall guy. Oh man! So, uh, kind of look on uh Google, see what I uh, see some of uh, uh some of the trivia that, uh from IMDb to see what uh, uh if there's some okay. interesting say. Um, so uh, uh apparently Nicholas Cage said uh, that the three that his three dream roles uh are uh, that he's wanted to play Captain Nemo, Superman, and Dracula. <laughs> So, so, so he, fucking weird. Captain Nemo seems so out of place in that. I don't know why, but yeah, and so he, I guess and Captain like, Nemo means a so, lot more to other people. And, and uh, he has uh, he's now gone to play both uh, uh, a um Dracula and Superman. Uh, and since he played Superman in the Teen Titans Go to the Movies, uh, he's, right? Um, and he might be having a cameo uh, in a certain DC film coming out this Spoilers. year. <laughs> my, goodness. my goodness we can't stop them can't stop them guys it, it's really are... annoying when the uh annoying when the director t- uh tells people before the film comes out that it's happening you're on my list andrew andy it's, Mc- it's so Michetti, weird Michetti, <laughs> it's honestly so weird to me that he's doing that like he fucked up. Every, everybody He's like, please hates... go see my movie, guys. Please. Is... Can you please go see it? There's only one other time that a director's done <laughs> something like that. that uh, uh, and everybody hated it when that director did it, too. And that was uh, that was the director of Morbius revealing every little thing that happens in Morbius <laughs> a week before it came out. Oh, there should be like, a clause in his contract that says he gets a slap in the fucking face if he does that. And I, 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 it is weird that he would need to, but it comes from, you can tell it comes from such a stinky mm-hmm. desperation. Like <laughs> everyone knows that people are boycotting this movie. Everyone knows that no one is happy mm-hmm. with Ezra Miller and the way that they have mm-hmm. treated everything that Ezra Miller has done. And yet every trailer I'm, I see so... about this movie, I'm waiting for the movie to look good and it keeps looking worse. Yeah, so it does like, good. I see some people online be like, oh, this looks amazing from the trailers. I'm like, no, it doesn't. The tra- yeah, these trailers like, look crash. Plus, like, you have to do really two does. Ezra Millers. That's two of my main like, characters. One of, the scenes, one of the scenes in the trailer has two Ezra Millers. And it, I'm pretty sure it's supposed to be in Wayne Manor. But it's so obviously green screen. <laughs> oh, you mean it, it looks feels so like, uh, obvious. The... The like jo- the Joss Dis League or whatever <laughs> when they did reshoots like horrible horrible reshoots and you can tell. Let me see if I can find hand. that uh, I, that clip. Uh, uh, um. So uh, but while I'm find that another uh, cool thing uh, is um, and during an interview, Nicholas Cage said that the person he used as inspiration for how he played Dracula mm-hmm. was his father. 
how his father Ooh. acted. Yeah. Oh, wow. Damn. I like that. I mean, I was just so happy to see him not remind me of every other like like I didn't I I knew he I know he can act and as bizarre as that sounds to say I'm sure there's a bunch of people out there who mm-hmm. don't watch Nicolas Cage movies and don't believe that he can act but my yeah. god check them out don't you know don't knock it till you try it his acting range is pretty crazy um and I knew when I heard he was Dracula I'm like okay that's going to be something to see because I know that the last 10 movies I've seen with him he did not portray the same guy twice mm-hmm. he doesn't do that anymore and if he was doing it once upon a time it's still fun to watch crazy nicholas cage <laughs> yeah so uh, oh i i pulled up the thing from the early flash trailer that i'm talking about uh, uh yeah that looks like shit that looks like shit really, yeah like you can it's you can so obviously tell he doesn't look like they're actually in a building <laughs> Well, it looks like up. they're like, uh, uh, like literally, uh, a they copied, uh, copied, uh, a um Ezra Miller twice on a uh, on a green screen. So not only does it look bad, the the two Ezra Millers, but the the background also looks bad. Like why? Yeah, yeah. Oh. that was a mistake. They sometimes and also it, uh, and also when, it also needs talent. I'm, I think that Warner Brothers expects that people are going to get excited because they've uh, because very obviously they paid a massive amount of celebrities to say that the film is amazing, <laughs> but that doesn't uh, that doesn't excite me. It just makes me more no. like, mm, is this actually going to be that great? No, a celebrity's opinion is usually not where I go. <laughs> like, my... <laughs> why? It's so weird to me to see uh, seeing. People like uh, uh, April, like uh, Tom Cruise, is caring about uh, out a DC film. It's like, <laughs> I I do not believe he actually called up uh, up Andy Muschietti and was like, "Can I watch your film early?" Well, it's like it's like people saying, like I've seen, I feel like I've seen that that opinion or that uh, sentence from Tom Cruise before, where he's like, "This movie's important. It's what we need right now." Like, I've seen that as, like, a meme thing that Tom Cruise has been known to say about multiple movies. And it's like, that sounds like either you don't pay him to say that, and that's just a blanket statement Mm -hmm. he says to everybody, or you did pay him to say that, and he couldn't come up with something he didn't say last time. (laughs) Like, it's either way not great. But the trailer Mm -hmm. lost my interest the second I saw Michael Keaton say, you want to get nuts, let's get nuts. Like, that's the line he's known for. I'm sorry. That is a one time you get a laugh for that for that line once and once alone. That is not a catchphrase for Batman. <laughs> that's a, that's sure a that... annoying as hell choice for them. Uh, um, another uh, another celebrity who they uh, who very obviously they got to uh, ought to praise the film is Stephen King, which is like. Why would Stephen King care about this film? He's Andrew Mach- Andrew, he, uh, Andrew he, best friend. Yeah, he so uh, uh, he now. tweeted. Uh, uh, I got an advanced screening of the Flash today. As a rule, I don't care about uh, uh, air for superhero movies, but this one's special. It's heartfelt, funny, and <laughs> eye popping. I loved it. It's like mm, they bought. I a tw- he don't tweeted believe that? you. Yes. They bought that tweet. They wrote it yeah, for him. They I'm said, pretty Copy sure and paste this will give you. I'm pretty bucks. sure all of these celebrities are paid for to tell uh, everybody that it's good as a way to maybe like get people who want to watch it. Since there's so many people who 
aren't big on it because of the uh, cause of Ezra Miller. Uh, or yeah. uh, the thing is, I to be honest, I don't know how whether or not the uh, uh the Ezra Miller stuff is actually going to affect how well it does at the box office because I like as I talked about uh, a couple weeks ago, um. Everything online is not what it is uh, is to most people yeah. outside of online. Most people outside of online probably have no idea about any of the stuff with Ezra Miller. Sure, yeah. Katie's parents had no idea when they asked me. I think I think Katie's mom tried to set up like a play date with me and her dad because he wants That's... to go see it, but her mom doesn't have any interest in going see it, even though they went to go see the 1989 Batman together mm-hmm. for the first time and like one of their one of their dates they went on. Um, so he really wants to go see it, and then she's like, Oh, maybe you could go see it, Keith. And I'm like, Well, I heard all this stuff Ezra Miller did. There's this boycott going on, and she doesn't know I have a clue what I'm talking about. She's like, Well, what did he do? And I was like, I can't explain it that quickly. I'm sorry, mm-hmm. mother in law. <laughs> it was just like, I, I mean, I'll send you the article, but it's not gonna be a fun read. <laughs> she's like, Just yeah. go see it, just go see it with him. You'll like it. <laughs> I might. I don't know. <laughs> it's uh, it just can sometimes be hard to separate a hated actor from oh, yeah. the role. Yeah, and oh. but the thing that pissed me off more is looking at the trailers since that idea of oh maybe I'll go see it. Um, seeing two Ezra Millers and the freaking want to get nuts line, I was like, this trailer looks like dog shit. I was so mad. I was like, I don't want to watch this. But yeah, what we do for family, I think I might. So. Um, some other trivia. Uh, Nicholas Cage's uncle, Frank Francis Ford Coppola, uh, directed uh, a, a Dracula from 1992. The studio wanted uh, Nicholas Cage to star in that instead of Keanu Reeves to play uh, a Jonathan Harker. Oh, but wow. Coppola, his own uncle, did not want to work with him. Uh, uh him after <laughs> their bad experience on uh, on Peggy Sue, who got married. Young, I can only imagine. We know we know Nicholas Cage is, as a guy over the age of thirty five, maybe forty, and only that, to be honest. Maybe. But the guy, <laughs> the guy, the guy in his twenties, holy shit, what that guy must have been like uh, to end up as crazy as he is now. I can only imagine. He would be difficult to work with. I, I believe that, hundred mm-hmm. <laughs> percent. He had a lot of character. Let's put it that way. <laughs> Some of it might have been snortable. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, what I find really interesting, how, uh, how he, uh, Nicholas Cage, uh, age to, uh, like, even though they're supposed to be very, they're supposed to be different characters, uh, as Nicholas Cage does the same, like, accent for, uh, accent for Dracula as he does, uh, as for his sort of fake vampire in, uh, in, uh, Vampire's, Vampire's Kiss, Kiss, which I, oh, it's like, I feel like you'd want to like, uh, like do something to try and really like differentiate those uh, those voices so that they're uh, so people don't just think that they're the same. Uh, they're the same, which yeah, I think is a, I definitely see. a possibility. Like before the film came out, uh, I definitely had like a, a bit of thought myself: of, could this film be um uh, be like a a sort of sequel <laughs> to that? <laughs> I think it's it's funny the amount of like. Uh, if you go like a, if if this movie had a family tree and you were to journey up those those branches and find out oh Nicholas Cage and Nicholas Holt worked together on the Weatherman playing father and son 
oh, uh, Nicolas Cage also played a guy becoming a vampire in a, in a similar comedy, like of insane ideas. Mm-hmm. Uh, it just it's funny to, to go back and see the uh, the the way we got to here, where it's not only a hilarious idea to cast Nick Cage as Dracula, but it's also what everybody mm-hmm. at this point wants. <laughs> it's like let's do it. So, I love that they they paid homage to both Bela Lugosi in the old film footage that they showed yeah. and paid homage to Christopher Lee playing Dracula because they gave him mm. the bloodthirst contact lenses uh, when he would get uh, a little crazy. They gave him like red eyes, which they didn't do with Bella, obviously, because Bella was so compelling oh. to begin with. But yeah, which uh, which um, I think uh, I think Nicholas Cage said that uh, that Christopher Lee uh, he actually was his inspiration for starting to do horror films, so that's re- that's really cool. Uh, and I I I love how I love those those first scenes in the film of them doing the flashback uh, act too. Yeah, it's so cool. Apparently, uh, apparently that that actually was footage from the original Dracula. And they just inserted uh, uh, Nicholas Holt and uh, and Nicholas Cage into it. They had to match it perfectly. I was looking at yeah. an interview that uh, about that earlier today, and yeah, to, to the idea that you're wait, we're gonna put you in the old movie. They did the same thing with uh, in uh, Once Upon a Time with in oh. Hollywood with uh, Leo DiCaprio in The Great mm-hmm. Escape. They put him in exactly the position that Steve McQueen was in, uh, just to show that he did test footage and didn't get the part and <laughs> it's a really really smart way to do it but my god the amount of work put into that mm-hmm. uh, um uh, well, uh nicholas cage that uh, i interviewed i find uh, so some stuff that uh, he said that i find very interesting um he so the, he does not think that he's uh, uh he's very similar to dracula in real life uh, i've been terms of like what he believes in yeah but uh, uh because someone uh because uh, someone actually like uh i was interviewing him tried to ask him if he feels like he's anything similar to his character uh or, <laughs> but um there was a, another interview where he actually did talk about how he views the world and it does actually kind of sound like a uh, like some of his views are similar to dracula's <laughs> Which is uh, just... in what way, John? Whatever do you mean? Well, he, uh, well, Dracula in the film, uh, uh, um, um, does not like the, uh, like the morality of, uh, of human mm-hmm. ends of ends of how we believe life needs to be based on morality, and uh, uh, Ali and uh, and Nicholas Cage has said, uh, added, um. He doesn't like how there's uh, uh he doesn't like uh with the current uh Iron Hollywood of how he can't just say anything he wants. Yeah. But, and he says uh, and he says that's why he likes doing films that are period pieces, whether they're in the past or the future, so he can <laughs> say anything. Yeah, he's got a good like, uh, but, so I find that very interesting how even like yeah, he's not someone who wants to eat people or or suck their blood, but he does have a bit of Dracula in him. In it, it's funny to think the idea that he was he was admiring Ben Schwartz's uh, ability to improv on on set all day. Uh, and yet he himself wishes he could do it, but he's afraid of getting canceled. He's like, my improv just might not be as funny. Uh, I, I might say some things I've been told by my PR agent not to. So, 
yeah, no, let the young guy do it. He he's got a good idea. <laughs> so the uh, uh, um the director of the film, um Chris McKay, uh, I actually says that the uh, as he believes this film um should be like a a, a quasi sequel to uh, uh to Dracula from the nineteen thirty one, which is nice. uh, which is really cool, honestly. Mm-hmm. Um, agreed. See. I like a good. I like the idea of a quasi sequel. Yeah. Anything, honestly, seeing after seeing so much Marvel stuff over and over, like it's all got to be connected. It's all got to be tethered. It's always going to be compared to past Marvel stuff. Isn't it fun mm-hmm. to watch stuff that's just on its own? A fun idea. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. you don't have to compare it to the previous Renfield movie. You don't have to compare yeah. it to anything, really. You just mm-hmm. have to go. Is this for me or not? And then you get to enjoy something really original, even though it is derived from. You know, when I when I first went to see this, uh, as like just like with all films that I go see, I immediately after the film ends, I'm going on my phone looking up: is there a post credit scene or sign that I do <laughs> for me yeah. to see? Yeah. Um, and I was actually kind of annoyed because uh, as when I looked it up online, it said. There's not exactly a post credit scene, but there's a full-on musical sequence during the credits uh, for you to listen to. I'm like, and then I, we, my mom and I were saying because we were like, that actually sounds like pretty cool. A, a musical sequence begins with these uh, this cast. Yeah, uh, but then we we see a bit of it, but it's not. We don't actually hear any of them singing. Oh, well, which weird. is really annoying. I'm like. I would love to actually see that uh, see that scene <laughs> yeah. without the credits and something else playing over it, so we can actually hear them singing. Yeah, that's why they gotta release Blu-rays again. Like DVDs got me so hooked on special features and behind-the-scenes content, and then Blu-rays yeah. knocked it up, t- took it up a yeah, notch. Speaking, like, and it's like you gotta get me a Blu-ray of some of these one-offs. You know, like I was, like, I was... like Dungeons and Dragons: Honor Among Thieves. I would get the Blu-ray just to see what the yeah. fuck they did behind the scenes. Oh, yeah. Speaking of like uh, like special features and stuff, uh, uh, so this is not at all about uh, uh, Redfield. Uh, she has very little. It has to do with uh, it has to do with uh, with something that I recorded uh, on Monday for another Ooh. podcast. Uh, yeah. As I went on a podcast uh, as called the Reshoot uh, Movie Podcast, where uh, I asked where we're supposed to quote unquote fix films. Uh, elms and we're uh, and um we were uh oh he did uh i had howard the duck for that that they really liked my pitch for the uh it's for a better uh the duck film i'm not gonna say what that was because i don't want to spoil it and it's I'll not go, gonna I'll be go and it's not gonna be coming out probably for a few weeks but uh I'd, um the uh, uh while i was doing prep for that time i was thinking about was you know I'd be very interested to see if there's like any kind of deleted scenes for uh, for Howard the Duck, which uh, because it, I'm pretty sure most films have deleted scenes on special features uh, or things. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But I couldn't find anywhere online uh, I, anything about special features for uh, for that film, uh, um, which I seem to remember there being at least at some point uh, on um. You could like uh, like view the special features uh, if you had a film on uh, on Amazon Prime. Uh, I'm but uh, I'm yeah. But it's uh, uh, but nothing comes up uh, up for special features uh, for that. Uh, I so which because uh, I think it'd be interesting to see like what kind of scenes that, uh, they might have cut from the film. Uh, um, 
but I can't find anything. Uh, I, I'm what year? Did, if what year did the movie come out? In eighty six. Okay, and special features did not. Well, yeah, really well, yeah, become but a there thing was, for big movies. There has DVDs. been uh, there has been DVD just... and Blu Ray releases for the uh, for the film though. True, true, but it's such a it's such a small. The, the thing is, loved movie that they didn't mm-hmm. have any footage, so they probably I lost any footage they yeah. had, Lots and they're like, "Oh, nobody but gives I, a shit about Howard the Duck uh, until twenty years later when everybody's talking about it." I'm like, oh, I damn, find, this guy uh, really wants. Um, I do wish I, 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 I honestly, honestly wish like more film films uh, would like release uh, a deleted scenes for uh for the uh, uh for not just physical uh oh. Uh oh, versions of the film, but also oh, release them online. Like uh, like um, it's That's very uh, you know it it's uh, you know the Disney Plus Marvel shows. A lot of them have deleted scenes, but <laughs> uh, uh, but at least the ver at least uh, at least I at least I know the, the American version of uh, of Disney Plus. You can't access them. Oh. But uh, but some of the other countries uh, is they have a, have an extras tab that has the deleted scenes. Uh, in support I'm check that out. I don't like know that uh, I, like there's I, uh, I I know that there's I'm pretty symbol. sure I've seen particularly some deleted scenes for uh, our Falcon the Winter Soldier, and for Hawkeye. Uh, I which uh, which um, which I saw those through uh, through some screen grabs that people took from uh, uh, from their countries' uh, versions of Disney Plus because it's not, not actually on the on the American Disney Plus, which is so that's that's weird to me. Uh, it's weird to me why they would choose it was just in some countries put those uh, those extras on there, and then and here not. Uh, I because I always love uh, uh watching whatever deleted scenes are from uh, have and then also like blooper reels and stuff like that. See, that's what I'm more into is especially comedies having blooper reels. Um, I, I don't look for bl- blooper reels on dramas anymore because I feel like they wouldn't even think to add that in a lot of cases. But mm. like deleted scenes intrigue me sometimes, but blooper reels always do. Mm-hmm. I always want to watch that part. So it pisses me off when you can't find a good blooper reel. Like even YouTube used to be the place to go. Like I remember watching The Office blooper reels oh. all, all the time. But like me and my wife have been in crazy about Modern Family lately, and it's a little harder to find like a longer blooper reel. They're all like two minutes, and that's it. It's like yeah, yeah. okay, it's a whole season of episodes, and you can't do more than two minutes of bloopers. <laughs> yeah. Come on, guys. But uh, yeah, it's it's weird. But the yeah. uh, the, the behind the scenes footage of of Howard the Duck, I can understand why that's hard to find. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I they because will of one the, day. as of when that came out, I do understand that, but I. I but like I was uh, like, I was wondering uh, like I was looking to see if it was like uh, if it was like just a Howard the Duck thing. But like I I um pulled up on uh, on Amazon Prime as well some other films that I know have deleted scenes on them. Uh, and, yeah. and um, but um, uh, uh, it doesn't come up anymore of there being any extras to watch uh, watch with them. I'm wondering if uh, if like Amazon Prime just like changed how they do their system so now they don't uh, allow people to watch the extras which is weird uh, weird to me why yeah. would you take away that uh, that thing because a lot of people like me like watching the deleted scenes like watching the yeah. blooper reels and stuff like that yeah i i, I do want to check out what my disney plus because i didn't realize when i noticed the like rating thing uh, that you can do in canada but you can't do in the states i was like wait a minute you can 
you can do what? And they're like, yeah, you can set your rating uh, settings to be to R so that you get all the ad- more adult shows too. And it's <laughs> like, wait, all the like Hulu stuff? It's just, it was amazing. I was like, what the fuck? Why doesn't why didn't the states have this? And it's like, we, we just don't have Hulu. That's all it is. Oh, yeah. But yeah, but no, the um, the 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 2025 Howard the Duck movie will probably have some behind the scenes. 2025 Howard the Duck film? What? Listeners, I just want you to know that this is the first time I have successfully pranked John. <laughs> there is no 2025. Oh. But I took acting classes for. Oh, I'll 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 get back to you with uh, uh back at you with the uh with my rankings for Marvel films when we do that episode. <laughs> I believe it. I believe it. I'm gonna, I'm gonna lose <laughs> which, my. Uh, as much as I'm, I like to play it cool, I'm gonna lose my shit. Which I, which I'm, I, I'm planning on like, uh, like it'll be mainly, uh, mainly MCU stuff. But I, uh, I do want to do put some, uh, uh, a couple like things from there not MCU in it uh, as well. Like, uh, like uh, particularly, I will do Howard the Duck. Uh, like, I will pull. If you, uh, I'm if going you to rank do... Venom higher. Than anything MCU, I'm going to. Shit <laughs> I'm probably not myself. gonna put uh, uh put the Venom movies in there, uh, there <laughs> but I will put like uh like, um Hulk 2003 uh, uh three in there uh um and I'm also going to uh even though some annoying people refuse to count it as MCU, even though it is MCU, uh, I will be putting Agents of Shield in there as well. Mm, that's fair no i think that, that that's fair i hate that they think that they can just act like agents of shield was not made to interact yeah, it's with like, the mcu yeah. <laughs> it's like what are you talking about every episode was about yeah, that, something else. that really annoys me like it's like uh like you if you literally go back to the beginning and watch uh, uh watch like interviews with kevin feige he literally says this is the first show in the mcu <laughs> It's like well, when that I mean, is, uh, and, it should be uh, like soft related, the same way that like the uh, Daredevil series. Like is people, going to yeah, be. people are so much more uh, are willing to let the dare, the like uh, all the Netflix stuff be uh, off <laughs> say it is, but they're not well, uh, with Agents of Shield. And the weird thing to me is like Agents of Shield. I expect uh, to be honest, even though it's, uh, 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 I think uh, I think w- if people were willing to give it a chance. Mm-hmm. A lot more people would would love that because, uh, as I would say, out of all the MCU films, the tone of Agents Shield is most similar to that of Captain America: The Winter Soldier, which uh, which is many people's considered best MCU film. Sure. So I think uh, I think if people were willing to give it a chance, they would it, it would uh like they would uh, would like after like maybe like season one uh, on. They would be uh, they would fall in love with it. Uh, 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 that after they uh, they've gone past the season that, that a lot of people hate. I actually uh, I actually what, what love is season, season one. That a lot of people that's uh, the season, season one normally because they hate it mainly because uh, mainly because that's what uh, that started it and brought uh, Colson back. Uh, I, but mm, I actually I, I actually love uh, love season one a lot. Uh, uh, mm-hmm. For the main reason that it, uh, and reason that season one does a lot of world building for the MCU, the uh, uh, MCU, and shows us different corners of the MCU that never we could, uh, we would have had a chance seeing in movies, uh, and we get to see like a lot of uh, really cool different items that they, I am said that Shield has to pick up, uh, up. And I uh, that are things from the comics. I th- I find that to be a lot of fun. Uh, on 
just like each week they have to go on a different case that ice um i understand a lot of people they don't like the case of the week sort of thing uh, yeah but to me i like it because it gives uh, it gives chance to have like deep cut things from the comics brought out i think that's a really cool uh, oh thing things that you're not gonna have time to spend a a massive amount of time on but is uh but you're finally being able to introduce these things because you have the time to get uh, have some uh, um missions of the week stuff after season one though they stopped doing those missions of the week things and just uh, uh just had um like Serial basically drama. one storyline going yeah. through the whole season and yeah. i liked all the seasons after uh after season one but i uh uh but i i particularly just love the of uh, that just like how uh, it's like you know oh uh, uh, i remember after wandavision people were saying like oh we should have a uh oh we should have a a, a um so where like agent Wu is going around and get around uh, to different uh in corners of the universe having to do different things it's like you're basically describing what agents of shield is uh, is and you guys complain about that yeah i think they i think they maybe if anything they didn't give it the same like obviously you see a lot of like production value higher with the um, mm-hmm. with the disney plus series and it's like they they're giving it the same attention, the same care that they would the movies. Whereas Agent Shield, Agent Shield came way before that. I would even say Agent, uh, Agent mm-hmm. Carter as a show was fantastic too. But I was watching Agents of Shield, giving it giving it a true chance because of how good the first Avengers movie was. Oh yeah. Um, and I was enjoying the hell out of it. It had a family vibe. Oh, yeah. It felt very and family I, friendly. I, yeah. And and then the fact There's that a... it was kind of disguised as a mission of the week kind of thing and then hit you with that episode with ward mm-hmm. trader traitoring on everyone i was I, like dude that came out of nowhere i love that, that was oh yeah idea. that was that was such a fantastic twist it was probably probably one of my favorite twists i've seen in any tv show uh oh probably mm-hmm. uh, to be honest and uh, honest um and i i think there's only one season of the show where i'm like a little bit iffy on it because i'm like yeah i don't uh this is it would if uh, uh kind of convoluted which was uh season five when they go to space uh ace in the future okay see that i have not seen i was iffy um, on it with the inhumans and the amount of stuff that uh-huh. i knew wasn't x-men and all i wanted was a show like what they were doing but about x-men and there's <laughs> been shows like that like legion and i think hey, was at least x- it wasn't okay show, at least anything that anything they did in, uh, in agents yeah, shield with uh, with inhumans was better yeah. than what was done in the actual inhumans tv show that's true and i have watched <laughs> an episode and a half of that and decided very quickly <laughs> that i was like mm, i'm glad yeah. i know where black bolt's origins lie before his mouth was gone and his brain blew it's, up it's but, honestly uh... <laughs> so weird to me like uh, why was uh, why is Black Bolt one of the first characters from the uh, the TV side that they brought back when that was uh, was in many people's idea the worst Marvel show? Yeah, that's very true. That's like... And and Netflix got to do their own thing by making it so R rated kind of feel like it felt like hard R at times. How dark mm-hmm. Punisher, Daredevil would get. Jessica Jones, amazing um and just and luke cage the luke cage series you can people complain all they want about that that shit had mm-hmm. steez both style yeah. and ease that show is dope. What, and, <laughs> um another season of agent shield that i 
really love uh, of and um most likely you obviously i have not seen it if you haven't seen season five but it's the final season uh final season of it because um the final season is uh is going uh going through the past uh as and they're yeah. uh they're uh, at the start of the season, they get uh they get stuck uh, like at a certain point in the past, and they have to make jumps throughout the past uh, as uh, as through decades to get it back to present day, and mm. we see a lot of like stuff that uh of uh, of of we we see a lot of um cool little uh little things that uh aims that lead to different things that happen in the MCU uh uh, uh throughout the season uh in um including like there's a uh there is like a hydra computer in like the 70s or something uh and mm-hmm. it has like names like uh, uh aims like uh, like bruce banner on it uh it as like <laughs> this is gonna be someone who's a threat in the future <laughs> it's interesting to see uh, uh a, um the uh i uh, i'm very uh, i'm very excited for doing that uh and that uh i um tier list uh because i think there's uh i i think people are going uh people are going to find very interesting where i place some stuff uh, of i don't uh, like um uh, because there probably will be some things that uh that some people absolutely love that <laughs> i will put very low or uh, <laughs> oh but then also some things that people might hate and uh and i'll put high <laughs> Uh, I, well, like... I I myself will practice. Uh, think of it; the whole thing is an exercise in um, composure yeah. and holding myself you know... at ease. Meditation. I might do a lot of that beforehand. <laughs> yeah, you let me know when we can start hey, building these not... lists. Uh, well, actually, I I have I what so. Would you rather it be that I just do it, uh, uh, do it, and then you react to it, or would you want to actually make it uh, anchor list as well? Since I know you have already like saw, uh, put like at least on the Discord, you put uh, put mm. like your rankings and stuff. Would you want to do a, a, your own list? I can't remember what beyond MCU I put mm. in that. What okay. I would want to do is both. If we're if we're gonna do is both of us do one. And okay. if we're gonna do a little no, bit what of I would actually... MCU, we should do any Marvel. Okay. Well, the whole uh, list should be any Marvel movies. I well, I'm not TV. gonna watch every single Marvel movie before it though. Uh oh. Oh, are you sure? You have to no, watch. At least the ones. You have to rank at least the ones you've seen. Yeah, obviously the ones I've seen. Uh, I not, but I'm not going to. Oh, that works. Uh, I'm not gonna go and watch Daredevil and Elektra. For this, <laughs> you've you've never seen Ben Affleck as Daredevil. No, I have not. My goodness, I I remember missing out, man. Uh, I remember like maybe five six years ago trying to start it in like literally at five minutes. I'm like, <laughs> this is so boring. Why am I watching yeah. this? And just turned it off <laughs> off immediately. I do actually want to kind of at some point uh, try and go back and watch it. Uh, the uh, to, irony to, of it is, I think I, be- I think I'm. I think I might like that movie better than Love and Thunder. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> hey, hey. <laughs> oh, I part of what made me so part of what made me uh, think I want to try and do this. Well, in part, I have uh, I have one um week that I might uh, that might be open in uh, open in June, uh, and I haven't uh, I haven't actually decided on an episode for, uh, or okay. um, but also. Uh, also, a friend of mine on Twitter, uh, or um, I think his name is Avon. Uh, on 
he uh he recently did a rewatch of every MCU thing yeah. uh over like a couple weeks uh and then he put out his definitive ranking and yeah. he had some very interesting picks that uh, I was surprised by uh, I where he placed some things um and uh, that's what uh, what kind of made me think I kind of want to try and do uh, some kind of ranking myself he uh, so after his ranking one of the uh, so two of the most surprising things was one of them was multiverse of madness is in his top 10 okay okay and the swallow that the first and then the uh, the uh and then the first iron man movie is his last one on the list it's the bottom yeah you can't do that. You can't put Iron Man one <laughs> below Thor two or four or 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 I I put Iron he, Man so one higher than also, Age of Ultron. I love Age so, of Ultron. Uh, so he also because of them appearing in Spider Man No Way Home, he also put the uh he put the other Spider Man movies on uh, on the list, and also another really surprisingly, he put a uh, uh, Spider Man three over or uh, one and two. Of oh the Sam Raimi Spider-Man. This guy, this guy, <laughs> I don't even, I don't want to meet him. I never want to talk about him. I think that, yeah, it's it's, I just, it's like, rare when someone can be so wrong. Like, wow. Uh, I was very <laughs> surprised by uh, that list. Uh, so, but uh, I, um, seeing that was really, like made me be like, I don't want to do something like this myself. Uh, uh, this would be fu- uh, a fun to be, uh, do an episode on. And I think it would be really fun to get, uh, get Keith's reaction. Would you rather like uh, like for doing something like that? Would you want to like have it be like we both create one beforehand, or we create one as the episode's going? I think creating one beforehand is very important. Okay. It'll take a lot less time. I think we could even do uh, one episode of me reacting to yours and one episode of you reacting to mine, is and and giving no, the argument and the like, debate because it would be long if you put I, both in there. Yeah, okay, that would make that would actually make sense. Way. That would actually make a lot of sense. Uh, I, but if we did do a, a um, two uh, like two episodes, one of on my list, one of your list. I I would definitely want to do it. Uh, it on recording, uh, and we create the list because uh, uh it's, oh. um because I like I would be having it. Uh, I would like share the screen, and because uh, uh one thing that I always find be really fun when uh, on with watching anyone make a uh, tier list is they will like uh I, since uh, they will on the tier maker uh or hover their uh, hover the particular thing that they're uh, doing on like a wrong <laughs> uh wrong thing just to get a reaction to the uh, yeah, reaction out of the other person yeah, i think <laughs> that would be a lot of fun <laughs> okay so you're saying that even if you know where you're gonna put stuff you want to put the stuff on the tier list in front well, of me okay, yeah. as live yeah kind of so thing. that Let's i can uh, okay. so, so that i can I like you. mess with you and uh, as with you and be like <laughs> Oh yes. Okay. Uh, uh, here's Captain America: The Ways uh, for Early Winter Soldier, and here's F tier. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's funny mentioning this. Uh, you you mentioned this today, made me even double down on the itch that I've been recently feeling about like going back to Iron Man one. And like watching them from scratch. So if you want to come up with your tier list first, and we put that oh, episode out first, good. and you give me some time, I no. might go through all mm-hmm. of them again just to do what you're what, what the uh, other guy well, did. <laughs> is there anything else we should talk about for Renfield, uh, or do you think we've got uh, about everything about that film uh, um, I mean, talked about? 
overall thoughts We've... i fucking loved it i, I yeah. really enjoy oh, yeah. movies that aren't that big that get a big swing and a fun i fun look at a old idea um i love the ultra yeah. violence i love that it's something you can watch sober you can watch it stoned you can watch it whatever state of mind you want and you'll find some new thing to enjoy about it mm. and who doesn't love nicholas cage oh yeah a lot of people for Emmy. but <laughs> she doesn't get it yet we gotta find the right movie for her. Uh, well, she did. Li- I'm pretty sure she liked the uh, like the unbearable way of massive talent, which there is you go. funny because it's uh, funny because it's uh, it is like <laughs> literally the most Nicolas Cage thing ever as he's playing himself. Yeah, that's very. Oh, uh, yeah. uh, well, uh, uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna end this off since I don't think there's anything else else for us to say. Hey, uh, I obviously uh, like the film a lot too. Uh oh. I don't think it's a, it's a perfect film, a, a film like I that I mentioned before the recording that I that it doesn't have nearly as much re watchability as I would hope for uh, or but Fair. it's uh, it's still good. Uh, It'd be one I'd watch again in a year or something. Like I don't need to watch it next week or something too. No. I I would need some time away from it. But yeah, I, I will watch, watch it, it uh, since it came out uh, out because of wanting to do this review. I've probably watched it like five times. Oh my god, yeah. John. Five times? Are we expecting to we're... watch something five times? No, no, it's it? just no, just because uh, just because we uh, we kept pushing it off, uh, uh, off. So I uh, and I watch it again because I want to have fresh uh, thoughts on oh it. Oh my goodness, John, you 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 over you overindulged in Renfield. That's why you don't. You're like, oh man, rewatchability. Hey, I watched I'm... it five times and I don't want to watch it again. It's like, of course hey. you don't. <laughs> of course. Hey, I've. I've probably uh, I've probably uh, watched uh, Arch in the uh, in the past year and a half. I've probably watched uh, Arch Howard the Duck probably over a dozen times, <laughs> and I still uh, I'll find it hilarious. And you're still waiting for those behind the scenes footage. <laughs> uh, well, uh, thank you everyone for listening. If you like this game analysis, please give a five star review on Apple Podcasts or a five star rating on Spotify. I'd love to hear your thoughts and episodes. Please let me know. If you'd like to uh, uh, some more from me, please subscribe. Many more gamma analysis from me coming, so keep on the lookout. This again is your host, Master John, signing off.